Listening to Onward with William McCarthy live from New York City. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. Here I am, it's Wednesday, it's podcast day. I'm in my studio, which is slightly looking like the Millennium Falcon. Off in the distance, there's a dump truck dumping some trash in Brooklyn on a chilly autumn day. The light is actually kind of beautiful coming in the window. I live in a long, um, sort of what we call a, ra a railroad apartment. So light doesn't really happen in the middle of the house, but at the ends, there's a nice like pale light coming in. And I'm sitting here amongst some madness going on. Um, I've been reading quite a lot about this, um, the Saudi journalist that was assassinated in Turkey. And it's kind of freaking me out. Man, I've been to Istanbul. I just—it's reminds me of Julius Caesar or something like a like a assassination, a gruesome assassination. It's talking about tariffs and revoking visas. This political climate is so. Ugh. No wonder we need music. No wonder we need art. Uh, there was a bomb sent to President Obama's house today, and Hillary Clinton and some other people. Um, that's what I woke up to today, and as all, always, like living in New York City or probably London and places like that, uh, the large metropolises like that, it seems amplified here. Sirens, parts of Midtown are shut down, Times Square, um, someone had sent a bomb to a, to a magazine or what was it a newspaper or a television show i don't know i haven't really gotten to it yet i just saw some quick headlines i'll read it after this but yeah this is the climate we're living in it's crazy terrorism has existed forever and ever and it, it was always existing overseas and i think americans are having a hard time getting their head around it but um what governor cuomo said today is um sorry mayor cuomo said uh you know Terrorism only works if you let it. And it wasn't long ago. What is it? October? So September, 17 years ago, we all went through this. And wow, how the world has changed. Okay, well, let's table a geopolitical discussion. That's, uh, again, no wonder we need music and art. Okay, so I am in the cockpit of my little Millennium Falconer. I have a keyboard. I've got a notepad. I've got my... I've got a recording device, I've got two recording devices, I've got some earphones and my guitars, and I'm sitting here doing finishing touches to my writing portion of um, album number two. I have a pre-production meeting, of which I'm totally excited for and slightly scared about. I have a pre-production session on Saturday in New Jersey. Now this trip is actually like a three-hour trip. Not unlike when I went, we were going up to Tarkin Studios in Connecticut for our second, actually, and third record with the band. What I like about these long trips is that it gives you time to think and um, work on your, um, on your words and the way they're flowing and 
um, the way things are structured and arranging. It's just pure thinking time. I've got these, uh, actually, a friend of mine loaned me his headphones. They're noise-canceling headphones. I don't know if anyone's ever tried them. They're pretty amazing. Uh, being on the airplane all the time, for some reason, I always get sat with all the babies and the infants, and they do cry, so like the noise-canceling is really nice. So this trip, this three-hour trip, I'm going to go there, going to sit down, um, we're going to go through these songs, I'm going to show them what I have. I have 11 total, uh, and I'm going to basically lay, we've already laid out the whole timetable. I'm going to put that down, and I'm going quickly to Germany for one week to record Stefan Kobola, Ulrike Kobola's brother. Uh, you, some of you uh, might have read the story that I wrote, um, Hope is the Last to Die. Uh, it was about my experience doing a pop-up in the, this 17th century farmhouse in Germany this summer, with the Kobola family, and I met her brother and I just thought his stuff was beautiful. And um, an onwarder said online, like, you just, it's about following the threads and it's so true. I've always loved this side of um, being an artist because it's like you're really chasing down clues. You get like a little, something just touches you a certain way and I'm gonna think I'm gonna follow that up. And you know, <laughs> we all know that it might not turn out brilliant or it might, you know, it might be difficult or it might be expensive or whatever, but you just follow it. So I'm flying out there, I'm flying back, I've purchased equipment to go record it. I'm going to have to mix it and master it and arrange it. I'm going to then have to do artwork and all this, all these tribulations just to get it out and have it probably not get purchased and not really get understood because it's going to be ambient. And But you do it. You do it because you love it. You do it because you have passion. And you do it because you need to pique your interest and stay hungry um, and keep your, your mind tingling and stay, have life be thrilling. When life's thrilling, I think that we can manifest all kinds of things. When life is, we're in the dregs of life and it all feels cumbersome and heavy. I think it's very difficult to dream. Okay, what else is going on in my world? Yesterday, friends, I'm so thrilled to tell you this. At long last, for the first time in my adult life, I have health insurance. People of New York State, there is low income health insurance and like put your pride to the side and do a funky slide into some health insurance. Join the modern world. Uh, go to the dentist. There is a deductible, but you can go to the doctor, you can go to the dentist, you can go get your eyes checked. <laughs> go, I think I'm getting, oh God, all right, slide into the 40s here. It's time for the old proctology exam. Woohoo! Touch your toes. You know, where the finger goes, no one knows. <laughs> um, yeah, I might want to try one of those. No, all jokes aside, like, um, I think I probably need a physical. I've never had one. When I spoke at KXP a couple weeks ago, I was talking about that, and we were talking about um, mental health, mental illness and uh, the well-being of, of people that suffer um, in this country. And I was saying a lot, a lot of my observation, just at least in the creative community, is people don't want to spend money on therapists because it's expensive. Do you really want to spend $150 to go sit down and not really be sure if you've 
progressed or not. Just sit and tell somebody your problems, that you're hearing things, you're feeling things, you've got dark thoughts or whatever, and then you walk out of there, you feel a little better, you go right back. And most people would rather go to the bar, spend 40 bucks, get hammered, watch the game with your friends, and uh, that's how the working class deals with mental illness, right? Um, well, I'm pleased to say that <clears throat> I had to kind of put my money where my mouth is and I followed up on health insurance, so I'm being a proper adult. It's only $50 a month. Can you believe it? I think it's $48 a month. So really excited about that. Okay, in other news, our film is premiering in Los Angeles. So people in the City of Angels in Los Angeles, it is coming if the film is coming to you, it's premiering in a movie theater. Todd will be there. I'm sure Mike Baum will be there. You can find information uh, on Facebook. I would suggest uh, Rise.Film. I would say probably your best, most up-to-date information on tickets is probably to go to Rise Film Facebook page. Okay, so I've got a lot going on. I'm going to the album number two. I'm producing a record in Germany. And then I come back and I'm going to have my head down. Um, how I'm so multitasking is a new part of my life. It used to just be be in a bus, get on stage, do the show, you know, do your odd rehearsals and your odd press here and there. But that was that was kind of what it was. Now I'm trying to do so so much more, and uh, I think what I'm going to do with the Stefan Kobola record is I think I'm going to um, record it, bring it home, put it to the side, do my record finish the record, put that into play, being mixed and so on, do the artwork, and while I'm doing the artwork, start mixing the other records. So I have two releases for next year. I'm so excited. Um, other than that, I'm just cruising along, man. I'm in the cockpit. I'm in, the, in, my, in my little spaceship here, and I'm trying to make some magic happen. And I absolutely love the fact that I was just on stage because that helps so much I think one thing that that artists suffer from is often they forget the live experience when they're writing. And I can feel my right foot like wanting to stomp. And so I can feel that like clapping, stomping live energy still in me. And if anybody out there is considering writing an EP or a demo or a record, I, you know, comedians are really big on like workshopping ideas on stages kind of small stages out of view from the world. And I would say it's definitely been helping my songwriting. Um, other than that, guys, I, yeah, I'm, I'm knee high to a, I'm uh, with knee high to a squirrel. I could hang glide off a piece of paper. That, that old jailbird term. I'm a short timer. I got three more days. Was it Thursday, Friday? Yeah, three more days and I'm going to Start album number two. Okay, friends, that's a little update from me. Thank you for having my back. Thank you for being in my life. Thank you for helping me like manifest all these things. And I enjoy this journey very much, and I enjoy the conversation. All right, man. Um, big hug to you. All my love. You've been listening to Onward with William McCarthy live from New York City.